You're listening to the Heart-Centered Service Podcast. A podcast to help freelancers create the lifestyle of their dreams while doing work that brings them purpose. I'm your host, Francesca Mamlin. And I'm your other host, Krista Aoki. Each week, we'll release new episodes with tips and personal stories for online service-based entrepreneurs. We hope you enjoy. episode nine of heart-centered service in this episode we're continuing our marketing for freelancer series by talking about how you can start attracting clients on social media and uh guys i used to hate social media so if you can relate to that like dreading posting on social media um you should definitely listen to this episode because it is so possible to make social media fun and not draining so yeah first let's start out talking about which social media platforms you should be using Bram, uh what do you think Yes, I have lots of thoughts on this. And it kind of goes off what you were saying about how um, you, social media doesn't have to be this like draining um, like thing that takes up all of your time. You don't need like a million strategies in order to make it work. Um, I think that's what scares a lot of people from marketing their business on social media is that they think that they have to spend a whole bunch of time doing it. Um, so the first rule of social media when you're picking a platform is that you don't want to spread yourself too thin. Um, like a lot of people are on social media, right? But most people only spend, they spend the majority of their time just on one platform. Um, like they favor one platform over the other ones. And you can actually look at your ideal client and look at like their demographics, what demographics they might fall into, and use that to figure out what platform they might spend the most time on, on social media. Um, and there's a lot of resources to um, look this up. I can, if you're you want to go just by demographic, I can link a bunch of articles in the show notes that I use that have um, like backed research data on like what age groups and what um, different types of like demographics of people are on um, different platforms. But yeah, the first rule of social media is that especially when you're just starting, if you're just starting your business, pick one or two platforms. Don't try to do all of them. Um, because you're going, you're not going to be able to master all of those platforms and your time is so much better spent really leveraging a platform that is, that has a lot of people that are going to want to connect with you. Yeah. And you know, what's really funny is, um, I didn't follow this advice for the podcast, like heart centered service is on every platform. But, um, when you look at our analytics, like we're not putting that much effort into Twitter. Like I'll just post, um, every time we have a new episode or every other time we have a new episode. Um, and we're not getting any traction or attention on Twitter. Um, so it's just like really wasted a few minutes every week. Um, so I think it's really important to just like yeah tell yourself don't you don't have to be on every platform just like snag those social media handles so that you have them for later um but you don't have to be on every social media platform (laughs) Um, and then once you've identified the platform or platforms that are most important to you so for us it's not twitter um use numbers to attract to track your performance. So um, we can see that we get a lot of, um, we actually get a lot of attention from our um, Instagram, like people are clicking our Instagram URL. So um, 
pay attention to like how people are engaging with you because um, then you can then you can make those CEO decisions on um, what you can do with those clicks basically and I think it's also important to remember that with social media it's about attracting people so what you're posting is not going to necessarily lead to a direct sale but I have I actually had someone who's followed me for two years now reach out to me for like two different um, two different project requests so um, it's just it's about attracting people and showing people what you do and not necessarily going in for that sale immediately um and i oh my goodness i just realized like within the past 24 hours <laughs> that every platform attracts a different type of intent too like people are using these platforms for different reasons which is like it seems like common sense maybe if you're listening you know this which high five um but yeah i just figured this out and it it leads into our next bullet point which is what the heck do you post on social media Fran? yeah you've made some you made some really good points um especially what like just going back to what you said about um tracking your data um and the fact that people have a different intent based on what platform you're working on so like i'm just gonna address those really quick <laughs> um so yeah if you if like let's say like you you really want to focus on like instagram and pinterest um, and you don't want to pick between because you're not sure which one is going to work better um, Like really go in with both of them and track which one is doing better And then you'll know in the future like oh, maybe I should be leveraging one more than the other one um, But it's not something you like if you, it's not something you want to do with all of the social media platforms Like you really don't you want to it, it, like we talk about this pretty much with every other episode every other topic It's like start with one thing and get really strong with one thing before you build on the others So like when you see other businesses who are like on all of the platforms doing all of the things and doing it really well They're likely businesses that have been around for a long time and they have built their social media presence like one platform at a time um, and then the other thing you said about people having a different intention based on um, what platform they are using, that's a really good point to consider too. Um, because people on Pinterest are probably in a more investigative mindset. They're probably in a problem-solving mindset. People go to Pinterest for answers. Whereas on Instagram, people are usually on Instagram to distract themselves or to like blow off some steam or to connect with people. So that's really important to consider too when you start crafting your social media strategy, which is what we're kind of getting into now with what to post. Um, but um, you really have to be thinking about how you're going to make that first connection point with your ideal client. Um, and remember that you're not going in for a sale. You're actually, this is where they're gonna meet you for the first time and you don't try to sell to somebody who has just met you. Um, that's just not how it works. <laughs> yeah, like um, in, in certain places abroad, how you're looking at the menu and people are just like coming in already, like trying to pull you into the restaurant, but you're like, I haven't made my decision yet. That's how, um, that's how people feel when you try to sell to them on social media. <laughs> Yeah, it does. And those of you who have been to Asia will be like, yeah, I totally know what you mean. Because it's like, you can't even like look at a store without like having the person coming out and being like, so you want to buy this? You want to buy that? And try and negotiate prices. And you're like, whoa, we're not there yet. <laughs> Don't be that person on social media. Um, 
yeah, so you really want to consider their intentions. Um, and so, yeah, what, what do you post? Um, and this can, this can depend entirely on platform. Like, this is a very general episode about social media. You'd really have to dig into this specific platform for um, nuances on the strategies. Um, but um, an overall rule is that stories, you really can't go wrong with a story. Um, stories are the number one way that you can build a connection with somebody that you can grab somebody's attention because we are just wired to connect with narratives and you can use stories to teach you can use stories to um, hit the pain points of your um, of your people and bring them in and show them that you are one of them that's really like there's so many different ways you can use them um, instagram's a really great platform for storytelling i think it's it's a really good one for most online businesses except for very few exceptions i've always been really into the mini blogging with instagram my instagram captions are like paragraphs and paragraphs and i'm telling personal stories and yeah not every single person is going to read them but i guarantee you a few people are and they're really like feeling like they have an actual connection with me um going live is a really great strategy because any anything that's like video based where they can see your face and they can see you talking and see how passionate you are about what you do um and also just like see that you're a human and you're not just like a robot behind the screen um and yeah and in finding ways to just tell stories and to teach and to share things about yourselves and yeah and then um we'll get into this a little bit later but um social media is about the connection and then um and then you're like it ultimately it is a platform so you want to get them off the platform onto like an opt-in where you can like you know get them into a funnel and stuff. Um, so that's, you can also start making gentle pushes towards like free offers you have to build your email list, which if you're like, whoa, that, don't worry, like we'll get to that later. So. <laughs> yeah, and um, I think, yeah, it's also important too, like, so we are saying that, oh, don't sell on social media, but then it can also sometimes work, like, it, but then don't, don't make it so that everything that you're posting is a sale. You definitely have to make that ask, whether it's an ask to like uh, get off the platform and join your newsletter, or it's an ask like, hey, like this is this is what I have. Um, but just make sure that you're still providing value and you're just not always selling because um, so yeah, it's just like a weird balance that you have to figure out and constantly ask yourself and see what other people are doing, but it's, it's just good to always be thinking about that. Um, just thinking about the other person on the side, the other side of the screen. Yeah, it's very intuitive. And I like to think of it as like, my followers are my friends, which I treat them like my friends. Cause like when they message me, I, I respond to them a lot of, yeah. a lot of times I build real personal connections with the ones who message me really often. Um, so it's like, you're, you're getting on social media to talk to your friends. Um, and every once in a while, like maybe you share with your friends, something that you're working on, like in, in like, but you don't do that all the time. You're really just, you're getting on social media to like talk to them and update them on your day and um, let them know what you're thinking. And yeah. Think of them yeah. as your friends. <laughs> Definitely. And if you struggle with what to post on social media or if you don't know how to like kind of be consistent with what you're posting, um, what helps for me is listing my values. So I list like, okay, so this is what I want my brand to represent. This is what I want to, this is, these are my beliefs. This like, this is what 
Krishnaoki or this is what rewrote lifestyle um, is all about. So list those values. And then um, when you're struggling to come up with an Instagram caption, then refer back to your values and make sure that like your Instagram caption um, relates to your values somehow. Like, and you can, you can be really creative. Like you can make, um, what's something you can make something like something an ex said. I, <laughs> I turned something that my ex said into like an instant, like into a post that kind of, uh, went back to reboot lifestyle values and like building a business and people really love that. Um, and I posted something recently. I didn't refer back to uh, my values list and, um, I didn't get that much. In I didn't get that many likes on it. I got a lot of comments, but like, it, it, so it made me wonder like, oh, okay, it, it's just that thing. Like, okay. So people who are following me are following me because they also associate with my values. So I just have to like, kind of like tie that in together. But, um, I think that listing your values or like things that you say really often, like, um, if you're constantly telling your clients, like, okay. Um, if you're constantly telling your clients something like, um, for us, we all, we are really big on boundaries and like making your yes sacred. So having those kinds of like isms and things that you say often, just, just have that in a list for reference and for inspiration when you're thinking about what to post on social media. And so this can be even be related to Pinterest where people, like you said, Fran, are going to Pinterest for answers. Like, um, well, you can take your values and you can take your, um, your isms and uh, make them into like a Pinterest quote. And then, pe then people who are repinning that, people who are engaging with that, opening that, clicking that, they are people who automatically, thanks to the algorithm, um, resonate with your values so it's just like one huge amazing circle <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah my the um the quotes that i have on my own pinterest page like i have affirmations on there and they're the affirmations that i read to myself every morning um so like there's that real connection point that like people are resonating with it and i resonate with it so like they're going to resonate with me yeah, definitely. And I think it's really important to, to, um, well, everyone has their different, like different, um, things that they do and don't want to share on social media. Um, but I think it's really cool to use social media as a, as a platform to like share what you're thinking. Um, and, um, so people use like, people use Twitter to like have a conversation or catch up on the latest of what's going on. Um, so this is a really good platform to be known for your thoughts and have conversations with people. And I've also seen people start using Instagram stories for it. And I love Instagram stories for mini blogging. And um, you don't necessarily have to just use Instagram stories as a freelancer to post about work, which is what I think is really cool. I posted about like my mental health issues on Instagram and um, people are still reaching out to me um, and hiring me. So um, I think, yeah, so there, there are different lines and there are different things that everyone's comfortable with, but it's really cool to be able to use Instagram stories or just like these mini blogging platforms as a way to attract people who believe what you believe and who respects, like, who understands you. Isn't that, isn't that wild? Like, as an Asian American talking about anxiety is like not a thing. <laughs> so um, it's really, whoa, okay. 
that's another episode. (laughs) (laughs) We should make that episode. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like, um, I, I really do love the interaction with Instagram stories, um, because, um, whenever I want to talk to someone about something, I post on Instagram stories and it starts that conversation and it's not always work related. Like the other day I I posted about like um, a bag for travel monitors and someone brought it up to me like yesterday on a conference call, like, oh yeah, so you're traveling with a a monitor now. And it's really cool to just um, have these other things to talk to your clients about that just make the connection human. So you're not just talking about the weather. Yeah, it's so important because you are a human being. Your potential clients are also human beings. And um, yeah, they're obviously looking for high quality service. They're looking for a business that does really high quality work, but they are also looking for somebody that they're going to be able to work with. Um, That's a really big part of it. Like you wouldn't, even if somebody did did good work, if you didn't like them, like, why would you let them into your business? And why would you let them into your life? You know, and Krista is a really good person to to follow as like a template for how to be vulnerable on Instagram, because she does a really incredible job of talking about um, things that she is experiencing with her mental health and talking about um, things that she goes through in her personal life and bringing it back to the values of her brand in a really authentic, beautifully vulnerable way. Like you're, I, like you just, I don't know if I've actually said that to you, Krista, but like you really kill it with that stuff. And yeah, I can tell that your followers are really loyal to you and really engaged because they're seeing the real you. And it's kind of tricky because like when things are really raw, like if you're going through something, you don't always want to post that on Instagram. Like, oh my God, like yesterday, like my boyfriend broke up. Don't do that. That's not vulnerability. That's kind of (laughs) oversharing. But if you're like talking about like, okay, this past month I've gone through a really hard breakup and this is what it's been like for me. And this is how it connects back to like, um, what I do. And it doesn't doesn't even necessarily have to connect back to what you do. It can just be like a personal update, but people really appreciate that stuff. And I think that is still, it's getting better, but that part of social media is still really lacking is people being really authentic with each other. Um, and we need that. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, it's honestly such a great platform and a great movement to, to be more open. And so it's not, we're not doing this like business to business thing. It's like human to human. (laughs) And yeah, there's business in between. Um, but I, I am really fortunate because like sharing so much about myself on social media has really helped me get closer to my clients. And it's not always easy for me to like get close. Like, um, for me, like work is work and work is professional and I've never really been able to like make close friendships at work. So I'm like going to cry because, (laughs) um, (laughs) because like I consider my clients like like really close friends and like my cheerleaders and they support so much of what I do and I wouldn't be able to share with them like my anxiety or like my feelings of what I'm going through directly because that's just like not professional but they really see I think on social media and so they understand like this layer of me that I would be scared to share in a professional setting otherwise which whoa it's 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 a really wild thing to think about. 
Yeah, there's there's a whole other conversation with this <laughs> that I, I definitely think we should do an episode on this at some point. But like, I've always hated the the idea of like professionalism that we have to put on this mask whenever we walk into work. That's one of the main reasons I stepped into online business because I'm like, we talk about this a lot. I'm very extroverted. So it's hard for me to sit behind a computer screen all day. Like it's very, very challenging. But I do like the, the freedom that it gives me to be who I want to be and to work with the people that I want to work with. And um, I think that's part of the culture that we're trying to perpetuate here with this podcast, with Heart Centered Service, is helping people build freelance businesses just like that, where, 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 where you're connected with clients that you really feel like understand you and um, where you're doing the kind of work that really fills you and when you when you have a brand that really resonates with you and your online presence is really authentic to who you are like that to me is just the ultimate alignment when you have all those things in place totally like you just start recently started sharing more of your spiritual side on social media and that's a way for people to have that conversation with you um, whether they disagree with you or they really resonate with you so um, I I think that's just like yeah it's so amazing so for anyone who's out there like listening and there's this weird part of you I think the number one thing of like branding and online is to bring those like bring those unusual parts of you onto your online presence I'm starting to do this with video games brands starting to do this with her spirituality and so it's it's scary like at first I was just posting about video games to like my close friends on Instagram but now I'm like sharing trying to share more and um it's scary but then you but by posting these like works you attract people who who you wouldn't have thought like would be interested in this and then you're starting conversations with people and so um your yeah your clients could be really interested in this in this other thing that you're posting about yeah and and um it is scary to like share a part of yourself that you feel might be seen as kind of odd like I, sometimes i'm afraid people are going to see me as strange or like a little bit crazy if i when i talk about spirituality stuff and like um when krista posts about video games like people have a certain thing that comes into their head when they think video games but the people who are into that stuff are going to be like oh that's so cool or in even if you're not into that stuff it's going to be like oh cool like this is a, a dimension of this person that i already admire and it's really cool that i get to see that um and i think uh, it is a, important that when you do post stuff like that, you might, um, some people might leave, <laughs> um, but that is a good thing because they're not going to, they just aren't the right people for you. Um, yes. maybe there'll be backlash, but probably not. Usually people just kind of stay quiet. I've never gotten severe backlash for anything. Um, but that's also just more of a reflection of the person than it is of you too. So yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think it's just, it's amazing to really dive into yourself. Um, and, share share these extra layers to you um it seems really weird and it seems like okay these girls are just getting off topic now but um <laughs> i really um i really think it's important to like share these extra extra things that make you human because the thing is people people hire people um so you should be bridging that gap between your offline self and your online self just um yeah, you should be bridging that gap from your offline and online self to just make yourself a little bit more human. Totally. Are there are there any other general social media tips that you have, Bren? Um, yeah, just to reiterate, social media is a platform. Um, so you don't 
necessarily build on a platform. Actually, I don't really know what a platform is, but yeah, you, I'm, I'm thinking construction now. I'm getting, <laughs> you don't necessarily build on a platform. Like you don't want to build your whole business just on Instagram or just on Pinterest or just on Facebook. The goal is to make the connection there and then move them somewhere where you can nurture them like an email list, which we'll talk about later in the series or your website or some kind of inside community. Because bottom line, you don't own these platforms. So if like, that's the only place where you can make a connection with your, with people that could buy from your business, then, um, you're putting the, your, the fate of your business into like Facebook and Instagram who can like go down or, 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 um, shut down the platform at any point, like who knows what will happen. So it's good to also be keeping in mind that you want to move them off the platform and connect with them places where you own, which th that's going to come later in the series. So just keep that in your in your head right now and don't worry about it too much. Um, we can we'll talk about that in a later episode. Um, focus on connection. Um, you're not going to want to be selling. I guess I'm just reiterating what I'm saying. <laughs> focus on connection. It's not about selling. It's about really making a connection and introducing yourself to people. Um, also, since we're service providers, the best strategy usually involves actually talking to people. So you're gonna wanna be getting into the direct messages. Um, you're gonna wanna like encourage people to actually contact you and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you because really the only way you're gonna get someone to buy a one-on-one -on -one service is if they've had a conversation with you. Yeah, totally. Or if someone's asking you a question and it's a general question, then make a note to follow up later. Like, hey, how did how did this go? Were you able to start this? And just like be able to like follow up and continue that conversation. I think people really appreciate that. Um, and then another thing that I do when it comes to talking in the DMs is um, I, well, I personally hate texting like on my phone. I'm a more of a, a desktop type of person. So Instagram DMs are like my kryptonite, I guess. Um, but <laughs> there are audio messages now. So if you are like me, then use um, Instagram audio or even like hop on a video. Like people will really appreciate that if they're reaching out to you. Um, or what you can also do is um, actually reply to people on their Instagram stories. So I do this all the time, like whether I want someone to be my client or not, just because like it, um, it's really a connection builder to just like show people that you're paying attention, that um, you're interested in a certain thing. Um, and yeah, like, or um, if they have a problem, then positioning yourself as an expert and answering their question, like, oh, hey, um, you have this work problem. Let me like, let me help you out with that. This is what I normally do. It's just um, a great way to like do this one-on-one -on -one connection building and position yourself as an expert. I love the one-on-one -on -one connection building, especially like if someone asks you a question like in a comment on a post or something, following up with them later, like that just shows them that you are paying attention and that you actually care about them. And that's yes. huge. Cause like you have yeah. to think about these people are just like looking at screens and they don't they don't know you they don't really like they don't see you um, so you really have to go out of your way to show them that you care about them or else they're they're really not going to know. Totally, yeah. Like if you are showing the behind the scenes and you're showing like you're showing your process or something like if you're a social media manager and you're showing like okay this is how I use later and you see people like oh I'm gonna try this they're replying to you and they're saying oh I really want to try this thanks for sharing 
follow up with them. They're just asking you to follow up with them. Um, this is like, this is amazing. And even if they don't hire you, then um, if you follow up with them, they've tried it, they're having all these like problems, then use this like conversation where you're helping them. It's like, okay, this is what people are having problems with when it comes to later. Um, so put that in your idea bank and maybe maybe you'll make a piece of content with it or maybe you'll you you'll you'll already like anticipate a client having a problem with this when you hop on a, a potential client having a problem with this when you hop on a call with them and then you just seem like this super expert so so really um like following up with people um and just going that above and beyond step um to to position yourself as an expert, to show them that you care, to show them that you know what you're doing, and to collect research, like, whoa, people hate multitasking, but that is one way to kill, like, four birds with one stone, guys, like, yeah. <laughs> That's a good point, yeah, because you're, um, like, you're collecting really valuable information about the needs and wants and concerns and thoughts of your, of your audience, and then you can use that in all other areas of your business because your business should be built upon an understanding of the people that you serve so yes definitely and um people love hiring people that yeah people love hiring people that pay attention you know like so use this to like really show someone that oh wow like this person knows what they're talking about they care about me and they're paying attention like it just like it makes people feel good and when people feel good they will remember you um so yeah this is this is just a great way for you to get started is to share that value um, and pay attention to how people are reacting and then if they say they're going to do something follow up with them so that you can like show them that you care and do the research I love it yeah so um, if you're listening and your business currently doesn't have a social media presence if you're just getting started um, I would say the first thing that you should do is find one or two platforms. You can just do one if you want, you really can. Find one or two platforms that you really want to master and really put the time into um, setting up for your business. And then um, just start coming up with the kinds of things you can post. Like if it's Pinterest, like maybe like pushing some blog posts um, to it. I think you pretty much can just do blog posts on Pinterest um, or like Instagram, like what kind of stories can you tell? What things do you have that you can teach? Um, what are like the, the thoughts and values that you can share? Um, so start thinking about that stuff. And um, you, can, uh, you can use our uh, free download as a guide. Um, you can go to the show notes and we, are, um, we have a guide that we've put together for the entire Marketing for Freelancers series. And you can use it to help you brainstorm and set up the marketing strategy for your online business. Oh, yes, I love it. And it's really good to like take this step by step and yeah, not get too overwhelmed. Um, and like we said earlier, think about the intent of the platform or the user intent of the platform. So people are going to Pinterest, yeah, to do research for blog posts or to be inspired. Um, so when you're posting on Pinterest, are you posting something inspiring? Are you posting something that people like would potentially be researching? Um, so just like keep that in mind. Um, if you're going to Twitter, like, are you just sharing like, your lunch or like are you adding are you adding to the conversation are you engaging are you sharing tips um 
people have or accounts have like there are like weekly chats on on twitter like hashtag remote chat hashtag freelancer chat so you could even like participate in hashtag freelance writer chat and you might think it's weird to like be as a freelance writer like be um engaging and networking with other freelance writers but I think that's like not the way to look at it because like someone said oh well um I don't want to like engage with other coaches and no like (laughs) um if someone has too much work or if you're a different niche than someone and you can help out a person in like a different way like they're just like it's so great to have these connections because that person can refer someone to you like oh i know someone who's perfect for this because i'm not and um so really just being open to making connections on social media um yeah it's so gold Oh yes, such a good point. Never underestimate a connection. You never know who's going to be a really good referral agent. Um, So yeah. (laughs) So we're going to let you get started in crafting your social media um, strategy for your business. Yeah. I think it would be a great idea if you hopped in our Facebook community at heartcenteredservice.co backslash community and um, let us know what social media platform you're building. Like, share with us. Let us know what your what your plan is, what your values are. We would love to hear it and check your social media out. Yeah, we can't wait to be supporting all of our listeners here as they as they take on the social media world and build their online empires. Heck yeah. Oh, that sounds great. Cool. Um, So with that, um, we will be back here next week with a continuation of our Marketing for Freelancers series. Um, We hope you're getting lots of value out of this. Um, Let us know what thoughts you have in our Facebook community or in the review section of the um, podcast or anywhere else, really. Yeah, we we love your feedback, um, whether it's in the DMs, posted publicly, we are, it's, it helps us like, oh my goodness, okay, yeah, it helps us know what you're thinking and what you're resonating with, so it helps us create better content for you. Yeah, we always want to hear from you. Um, so yeah, um, until next week, have a wonderful Monday or whatever day you're listening to this, have a wonderful week, and talk to you later. Aloha.